Good morning. Welcome to the Voice of Grace, the city of transformation, a place where we're helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. I bless the Lord this morning for His grace. Blessing this morning for His peace. Bless Him this morning for the grace upon our lives this morning. As we gather together this morning for our devotion this morning, it is my prayer that the Spirit of God will speak to us, encourage us, build up our faith, strengthen our walk with Him. As you join me this morning, let's look at Psalms 63. I'm reading from the English Standard Version. And it reads, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. And my flesh faints for you. As in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary. Beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. And my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you, in the watches of the night for you have been my help and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy my soul clings to you your right hand upholds me but those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth they should be given over to the power of the shadow, of the sword. There should be a portion of jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exult. For the mouths of the liars will be stopped. By the word this morning. As I sit back and read through and meditate on these words of David, I remember the backdrop of this passage. David is running from his biological son, 
Aslam who wanted to kill him. And David is out of the city. He is cut off from the city. He is also cut off from the sanctuary. So he is unable to go to church. None of that. And I found David still turns to the Lord in the wilderness. While David is in the wilderness, he still turns to the Lord. And he's still telling her how he trusts God and how he's going to praise him. In the midst of his trouble, David turns to the Lord. Many of us in the midst of our troubles, we tend to run from God. Many of us in the times of our troubles, for some of us will return to God. Some of us will run from God. Some of us will get angry with God. We get angry and say, why am I sick? Why am I going through these difficulties if God says he is who he says he is? Many of us will say, if God is who he say he is, why so many kids are dying? Why there is war? Why there is this? Whatever is that? And so then we turn away from God. But when I look at this passage, I see how even in the midst of the wilderness, David was not angry with God. David was not frustrated with God. David was not disappointed with God. But rather David turned to God. There's an old saying, you don't just want to seek the hands of God. You want to be able to seek himself. Sometimes God would allow our trials, difficulties to discipline us. Not only to discipline us, but to bring out what is really inside of us. Sometimes trials will cause us to see ourselves. Sometimes trials build our faith, our trust in God. Sometimes the trials that we faced in life, it may be our testimony, a bearing witness. And being a witness, here you can literally see David being a witness and bearing witness. And sometimes the trials, the storms, and so on and so forth. Also, God allows it because He wants to sweep and renew, transform us, change us, reform us. Whatever the case may be, you never know what God 
is doing. But I also want to say to you that the wilderness is not really a bad place to be. Sometimes the wilderness was meant to prepare you for what next. I said again, sometimes the wilderness was meant to pre prepare you for what next. You see, God is always in the business of preparing you for the next, for the next mission, for the next, for the next, for the next. And God wants us to be what equipped, prepared for what next. So the wilderness is not a bad place at all. It's preparing us for what next. Number two, the wilderness is a place where God can teach us that he's our provider, that he's our sustainer, he's our keeper. You see why David is in the wilderness, God is still providing for him. While you are in your wilderness, God is providing for you. But when you look at the wilderness so much, you tend to not see the provisions that God is making. Because you have made the wilderness bigger than God. And the wilderness does not need to be bigger than God. God is bigger than the wilderness. The third thing that you can see wilderness can do, it also presents to you the presence of God. You know how God said, never would I leave you nor forsake you. He said, when you go through the fire, I will be there with you. When you go through the water, I'll be there with you. That you will not get drowned or that you will not get burned. God is right there with you. You see, had Moses not gone to the wilderness, he probably would not have heard the call of God. He would not have seen the burning bush <laughs> had Moses not gone to the wilderness. So brothers and sisters, sometimes the wilderness it's not a bad place to be because in that wilderness God can expose many things to you show you his provisions show you how bad things are in our hearts in our spirit in our soul this morning that's my encouragement to you I feel like someone is going through or is in the wilderness right now and their trouble. So as David said, he said, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. David is seeking God in the wilderness. David is not running away from God. It is my prayer for you that your soul will be thirsty for God. That your flesh will faint for God. And not for the system, not for materials, not for entertainment, not for just the so-called world achievement. 
our success. Because many of us, that's all we chase after. The Bible makes it clear. So we came into this world with nothing and we'll leave this world with nothing. But I pray that when we wake up in the morning by his grace, that we will earnestly seek him. That our soul will be thirsty for him. Our flesh will faint for him. David said, as in a dry and weary land, where there is no water, where there is no hope, where there is no provisions, I seek for you. This man is cut, cut off from everything else. Nothing could go to him. Nothing could come from there to anyone else. But in the midst of that, he said, I seek you. And he said, I have looked upon you in the sanctuary. Behold your power and your glory. To just behold your power and your glory. He is in the wilderness. And he said, all I want is to just behold your power and your glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life. It's better than the materials is better than the house is better than the car is better than the positions it's better than the money your steadfast love and so david says my lips will praise you even in the wilderness he said i will bless you as long as i live in your name i will lift up my hands my soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. I don't have it, but my soul will be satisfied. My mouth will praise you with joyful lips. Oh, when I remember you upon my bed, David says, and meditate on you in the watches of the night. For you have been my help. And in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. Brothers and sisters, remember, 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 remember. Remember, I prayed for you that your soul will thirst for him. I prayed that your body, your, your flesh will faint for him. Many people today in our world, body faint for materials. Many people hungry and thirsty for power, for positions, for control. They want to just lead. They just want to be in control. That's all they fight for. But David on this end, in the wilderness, his soul is thirsty for God. And he is hungry for God. So let me remind you that even in the wilderness, God is preparing you for the what next. 
And while he's preparing you for what next, he's making provisions for you in the wilderness. And his presence is with you in the midst of that wilderness. I don't know what you're going through this morning. I don't know what kind of mountain that is standing before you this morning. I don't know what kind of issues you're dealing with this morning. Family issue, brother sick, sister sick, auntie sick, I mean sick, wife sick, son sick, husband sick. Jobs is giving you headaches. Whatever the case may be, you've been evicted. You don't have nowhere else to go. You're dealing with gas money. You're dealing with life. And all the curveballs are thrown at you. You're dealing with a witchcraft, the wizard, you name it. You're dealing with so many things and so many things on your plate. My God said, never would I give you uh, more than you can bear. And he is there with you. He said, never would I leave you nor forsake you. Stop for a moment and stop looking at all the issues. And just stop for a moment. And you will see that God will show up and God will tell you. He said, I'm being preparing you for what next. If you cannot handle this, how can you be a manager for where I'm taking you? How can you be a good steward? If right now you're frustrated with people because they lied on you, because they betrayed you, how can you manage where I'm taking you? How can you be a witness and bear witness of where I'm taking you? I'm taking you to another level. I'm taking you to another stage, a stage that is even bigger. And so I brought you in the wilderness in a valley to know how to deal with this and to prepare you for what next there's a stage bigger than where you've been standing I said there's a stage that is bigger and you must have the substance to stand on that stage to bear that witness so focus on God this morning focus on God this morning Focus on him this morning. God bless you. God keep you. God makes his face to shine upon you. And be gracious to you.